0: Welcome to the Heal Here podcast. I'm your host, Kate Flick, aka Oracle Lightworker. I'm a Holy Fire 3 Karuna Reiki Master Teacher and Akashic Records Reader. I also happen to be a Gemini, don't judge, a five-one emotional manifester and empowered empath. I am literally obsessed with helping you heal and showing you that you are your own best healer. Join me here where we will explore different techniques and modalities and where I will share personal experiences and channel guidance to help support you as you move along the spiritual and healing path. I am so glad you're here. Hello everybody, welcome to the Heal Here podcast, I am your host Kate Flick. Coming to you live from my basement with some spiritual karaoke to start off your day. Maybe it's not starting off your day. Maybe you were listening to this before bed. I don't know. Whenever you are listening, I am just grateful. I'm grateful that you're here. Grateful to share this time with you. And I'm coming to you with a November Akashic Oracle Forecast. I'm not even going to say what I say every time. Like, I can't, I know I always say this, but I can't believe it's November. I'm just going to say, yeah, I can't believe it's November. Like, what the heck? I feel like September was actually a really long month when I think about it now. And then where did October go? October literally flew by. I feel like September was kind of long, actually, in some ways. Anyhow, here we are leading into November with the akashic forecast for the month so it will be interesting i haven't really been feeling into the energy feels a bit unpredictable to be honest how are you doing it's crazy like i feel like i just if was this in last month's episode or maybe it was the october forecast i feel like i'm remembering something about ebbs and flows and like the waves like trying to ride the waves that's what I feel like right now. I'm seeing a surfer. I feel like that image was in one of my last podcast episodes. But like that's how I feel. I feel like some days I am just energized, feeling good, feeling positive and optimistic. And then the next day it's it's like I'm up high and then crashing to the ground. I am like low energy, just feeling. Overwhelmed, feeling maybe stressed, and I don't know, it just feels unpredictable. And when it feels like that, what I'm doing to navigate these kind of ebbs and flows is just anchoring into my routines and rituals. These are things that I will admit I have kind of let go of a lot of my routines and rituals. I used to have such a structured morning routine when I started on the spiritual and healing path that is what kept me anchored that's what really you know started my day and I had you know routines at night that helped me as well but it was my morning routine that was so important to me and it just was felt like a soft place to land and I will admit when I started doing this work as a job and it wasn't just you know me meditating and pulling oracle cards for myself and connecting with crystals all these things that I, I did for myself in the beginning when I started to do some of these things for other people I like started to do this spiritual work as a job and for other people I have noticed that I've let go of some of my routines. And I think that this is showing me these unpredictable energies are showing me I have to anchor back into my rituals that they keep me grounded. Okay. They bookend my days and they're really important to me. And like I said, I have noticed that I've gotten a bit lax, maybe a bit lazy with my own routines. And I think I could compare it to somebody who is a chef or somebody who professionally cleans houses or something like that. It's like you clean. And maybe this isn't true. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I can only imagine if you're cleaning other people's houses all day, you probably don't want to come home and clean your own house. Or if you are cooking food, you know, that's your job is preparing food for people all the time. It's like, you don't want to come home and cook yourself dinner. Even with teaching, I remember, oh my gosh, you would think like as a teacher, I'd be like really up on my kid's homework and be like, oh, teaching them at home. Uh, no, (laughs) I was like, I'm like literally the worst. Like I found that, you know, I'm teaching other people's kids all day. The last thing I wanted to do was come home. And like, it just makes me cringe. Like sitting down, helping my kids with homework is (laughs) I have a lot of patience. I feel like For other people's kids but then coming home and having to then sit down and help with homework one of my least favorite activities in the world and not one of my strengths if I'm being very honest so maybe that's what it is I'm doing this as a job right now and I don't know I feel like there's some resistance there feels weird kind of to be pulling cards for myself and I've mentioned this before I don't even go into the records for myself which is kind of Annoying when I think, you're kind of crazy, I guess, when I think about it, because I understand how powerful the records are, the information that is available to us through the Akashic Records. I know the type of information that can come through and it can change your life, honestly. And I'm not accessing that. <laughs> There's a problem there. And maybe I just need, maybe I do need to hire somebody else to do my records. Maybe it would be better for me not to read my own records, but I still think there is I'm finding that there's resistance there. And I don't know if it's because I'm doing this as a job now that I just don't want to pull my own cards or go into the records for myself. I don't know. Anyway, I digress, but just wondering for you, do you have a morning routine do you have a ritual that you do? Do you have rituals that you look forward to? Like for me, rituals fill me up. Like I look forward to making my matcha every single morning. Like I love preparing my matcha. I am thinking about it the night before. I used to be like that with coffee too, but I'd like that there's more, there's more of a ritual, I feel like with the matcha, a little bit more of preparing it and a little bit of a process. And I like that. And it's comforting to fall into that ritual because as I said, it's a soft place to land. It's predictable. And that's why I also post my matcha pour every day because I think that people need predictability. You know, if you go on my stories, <laughs> you're gonna see the same things pretty much. Um, but you're definitely probably gonna see my morning drink and you're definitely gonna see my matcha and some people might get annoyed by that. But for other people, it could be comforting like subconsciously you may feel comforted by seeing the same routines um, being repeated because you know what to expect. And, and that's why routines are important right now. We know what to expect. Okay. We, we know how this routine is going to unfold. And right now what we're going through in the world, it feels very unpredictable. It can feel overwhelming and scary. There's a lot of anxiety that, The collective is dealing with right now and a lot of fear and so that's why I think rituals are so important is to just have these soft places to land okay so I wasn't really planning on (laughs) going on a tangent about rituals today Uh, but before we get into the records I just want to remind you that I have Akashic Akashic. No, not Akashic. I have Reiki level one and two hybrid training. And that course will run on two Sundays, back-to-back Sundays, November 19th and November 26th. And you can start learning today. You can sign up for the course in my show notes and have access to the pre-recorded modules and start learning today. And then we will meet on Zoom for two Sundays in a row to... Connect with each other to do the experiences and the placements to discuss and practice. Beautiful course. Would love to have you there. <laughs> and as well, for the first time, I'm offering Reiki Master Training. And so that's going to go December 3rd and December 10th, back to back Sundays as well. And I haven't started the pre recorded content, although if you sign up today, you can access the information from Reiki level 1 and 2 and this is really beneficial like if you've taken Reiki level 1 and level 2 from someone else you don't probably have access to these pre-recorded modules okay it's usually taught live and then you kind of jot down some notes. This is a real advantage um, of, of my courses is that you get the access to these modules that you can revisit. Okay, so you have that Reiki level 1 and 2 for review, and then I will as I complete them, I will add in other modules and we will meet on those two back-back Sundays for the experiences, for the ignitions, for the placements and discussions and practice. So, two beautiful courses you need to have been a Reiki level 2 practitioner from any lineage for at least 6 months to qualify to take the master training also if you're looking for more personalized guidance you can book one-to-one akashic reiki sessions for yourself and what will happen is you'll receive a healing most people choose the fully remote option and uh, you will lay down at the time that you book the appointment i will be channeling reiki to you remotely it's not bound by space or time. And then after the Reiki, I will record a voice recording for you with detailed guidance about what came through in the Kashik records for you. And you have the ability to ask questions in advance. So I'm offering those. And honestly, I am not sure how much longer I'm going to be offering those. Like it could be, you never know. It could be for a year, but I am restructuring my business and making some changes. So... Yeah, if that's something that you're interested in, then definitely hop on, <laughs> hop on, jump on board. I don't know what I'm saying. You can definitely book, and you can find that information in my link and bio. If you're feeling stuck, um, you know, the Akashic Records are this metaphysical, energetic library of every thought, every. Event situation feeling from every lifetime that your soul has lived, and there's just a wealth of information there, and so much information about past lives. Like, there's so much that you can access through the records, and the information can be transformational because you it brings into your awareness things maybe that you. Previously, were unaware of things that are affecting your current situation. So, really important knowledge for you on your healing path. So, if you're feeling the nudge, you can sign up in my link, <laughs> in my link in bio. Okay, no, we're not on Instagram. There's too many places to be. Social media uh, feels like an overwhelming place to be lately, and I feel myself caught in the freeze response, scrolling all the time. Anybody else? Just me. <laughs> Anyhow. um, No, it's in the show notes here if you want to book a session. Okay. Let us get into the Akashic Oracle forecast for November. If you are new here, welcome. And what I do is I will read um, the prayer of the new world to open the Akashic records. And then I will channel through an opening message for the listeners of the Heal Here podcast for the month ahead. And after that, I will pause and go back and listen to it myself and pick out parts that I want to highlight and elaborate on and then I will pick a few oracle cards at the end of the session to further support us uh, for the month ahead okay let's do this. (laughs) Here we go into the records. And if you are not driving, if you are able to, you can close your eyes and use this as just a moment of meditation, lay down, maybe put your hand on your heart and just take in the message. If you are doing something, operating heavy machinery, I suggest you do not do this. (laughs) Um, But yeah, if you're able to, you might want to just use this as an opportunity for mindfulness to just listen to the message and let it kind of sink in okay here we go we gather together in light we gather together in love we gather together in knowing the messages from above through the akashic records we understand our greatness through the akashic records we understand our wisdom through the akashic records we understand what's there this prayer will help deliver us there I wish to know the listeners of the Heal Here podcast in the light of the Akashic Records. Help me to see the listeners of the Heal Here podcast through the light of the Akashic Records. Bring me to feel the listeners of the Heal Here podcast through the light of the Akashic Records. I wish to know the listeners of the Heal Here podcast in the light of the Akashic Records. Help me to see the listeners of the Heal Here podcast through the light of the Akashic Records. Bring me to feel the listeners of the Heal Here podcast through the light of the Akashic Records. And now the Akashic Records are open. embrace we are asking you to simply embrace embrace what is embrace your current situation in your life the obstacles the challenges that are creating stress for you accept what is embrace all that is happening in your external world let go of control Release all attachments. Everything is happening for a reason. Even the situations that are so very painful, so difficult to understand. You must know that there is purpose. There there is purpose in the suffering. We know, we know that is difficult to hear. No one wants to hear this, but it is the truth. You must find purpose through your own suffering. You must take a step back and see the ways in which you, too, contribute to your own suffering. This is difficult, we know. A tough pill to swallow, but you have purpose. There is a reason you came here. You did not incarnate. You did not come here at this time without purpose. Your gifts are needed at this time. My gifts, my gifts, you ask. What are my gifts? It is often through your personal suffering that your gifts are revealed. Look at the areas of your life that have required you to build resilience, to become stronger, appreciate your growth and evolution. Appreciate the steps that you've taken To move yourself forward. You are being asked at this pivotal time. To make a commitment. To commit to yourself. Your healing, your growth. But also commit to sharing it with others. Sharing your light is not easy. When the world feels so dark but your light is needed now more than ever. It is time to come out of the shadows. You have been playing small. Allow yourself to be seen. You can have it all. As you come into alignment, as you align with higher frequencies, higher timelines you will find more alignment and balance within yourself and correspondingly in your external world you have been resisting this alignment you have been resisting past versions of yourself it's time to allow your authentic self to lead trust and know that you are being guided every step of the way let go surrender shine your light all is well all is well all is well I give gratitude to myself and the listeners of the Heal Here podcast for entering the records. I give gratitude to the Pinnacle for lighting the way. I give gratitude to the space for the comfort and love. I give gratitude to my highest self and the Heal Here listeners' highest selves for leading us here. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. Okay. I am back after re-listening to that and then taking down some notes about what was channeling through today and i think one of the main messages is to embrace and that's how the guidance started is embrace what is and that can feel really challenging (laughs) for me i'm sure maybe for you too if i'm being honest it's hard to embrace the current situation the chaos the pain and the suffering you don't want to embrace that because it feels like you don't want to say that it's okay. Cause it's not okay. What is happening is not okay. And so it feels, I feel some resistance even chant, like rereading this message that channeled through is like, when you embrace something, I, I think of a hug, right? And you, you take it in, but I think what's coming through is that embracing it, is being here now, which is a a thread that a common theme that comes up in a lot of the messaging lately in the Akashic records is embrace the present moment. Be here now. We incarnated at this time in history for a reason. Like this isn't just by chance, it's for a reason. And we chose this. Even, Even though it feels crazy for some people to think like, why would I choose this? Why would I choose to come here at this time? Everything feels so unpredictable and it can feel scary and overwhelming. And there's fear. And it's like this, what's happening in the world right now is we are going kind of down that birth canal. We are getting ready for the rebirth, you know, We are shifting into the new paradigm, the new earth. And if you are a mother, if you've gone through childbirth, you will know that the labor is painful, okay? It is very painful and challenging and it tests you, okay? But through the pain and the suffering in childbirth, I don't know if you, I wanted to get the drugs. Let's be honest here. I wanted the drugs, (laughs) wanted the epidural, but it didn't, I wasn't able to get it for both of my children. And I wasn't someone who wanted to do it on medicated. Now I'm actually grateful for those experiences. But at the time I was actually kind of, uh, upset, like frustrated that I wasn't able to get, um, the epidural. But I, so I felt like, I'm sure everybody, um, it's painful with or without drugs. I, it's a challenge no matter what, but I'm just being brought back, I guess, to my own birthing experience because the records are showing me birth and they're comparing that to what, you know, what's happening with the collective right now. We are, you know, we are laboring and during this process of labor, you know, for us to get to new life and to the birth, like it it is challenging. It can be stressful and painful, and there can be suffering. And on the other side of that is the beauty of the new, new life. And as a parent, your life is never the same again. (laughs) It's a whole new world. And they're showing me this as a comparison that, you know, these events, these events that are happening, and I I hesitate to say this because I don't want, again, I don't want it to be, we don't want to spiritually bypass what's happening. We don't want to turn away from what's happening, but like what is coming through is that there is purpose in all of these events and we all choose to come here at this time. We sign up for our missions. We, you know, we have our purpose that, you know, and our, the lessons we want to learn in this lifetime and this is created before we are birthed into this world. Okay. We, decide we make these decisions. And so many of these situations and these events are preordained. And again, I, like, I feel resistance channeling this information through because you know, if someone is being directly impacted by, by this, you are not going to want to hear that. <laughs> You've lost a love one, you're, you know, living someplace that's very unsafe. Like there's you know, no one wants to hear this, but there is a greater purpose. There is a greater plan. I do believe that. And there are many souls who have chosen to exit at this time. Like this was part of their plan. And I'm um, this is channeling through again, not to accept. What is ha- what is
1: happening but to put these things into
0: perspective um and to give people more understanding around um some of these situations and around tragedies i have mentioned before on the podcast that i have gone through mediumship training mediumship development i've had a lot of practice sessions and as well i have had past loved ones coming through during my Akashic Reiki sessions as well. And I have many experiences that have shown me where these past loved ones, these spirits have communicated with me and shown me, told me that they chose to leave. You know, this was part of their plan. They were only meant to be here for a short period of time. Um, And like, I've, I've seen evidence of that in readings over and over again. And I know as you know, for someone who is grieving a lost, uh, a lost loved one, that is probably really difficult to hear because you just want that person with you. You want them to be here. But again, I've heard this over and over again, is that they knew that they weren't going to be here for a long time, or they knew that their time had co- was coming to an end. And if the accident didn't happen, they were going to exit in a different way. So for people who, you know, keep replaying situations over and over and over in their head about like, if I had done this, if I had done that, then they may still be here. Release yourself from that guilt, that shame, those feelings, because it would have happened, they would have exited in a different way, in probably a very close proximity. This is through my experiences working with um, those on the other side. So release yourself from that guilt. Um, but also it gives us perspective in with regards to this world tragedy that, you know, it was in these souls, their soul contract. That being said, it doesn't make this any easier. It doesn't make it easier on the people who are grieving and people who are going through these terrible situations. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. There has been so much loss and so much pain. And this message is not to discount the pain and to not honor the people who have lost their
1: lives but what's coming through is it's to give perspective okay and to help people understand purpose that's another
0: theme kind of another word that was coming through in the records about purpose and the purpose of certain things, the pur- your, your purpose, like all of us have a purpose. Anyhow, yeah, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Um, they said everything is happening for a reason. It's interesting, like that song by Lauren Hill, that just, like I hadn't thought of Lauren Hill in a very long time, but everything is everything. And when I kind of opened it up and looked at the lyrics, um... Now I'm seeing it aligns with what was coming through in the records today. Everything is everything. What is meant to be will be after winter must come spring change. It comes eventually. Everything is everything. What is meant to be will be after winter must come spring change. It comes eventually. Sorry, they repeated that twice. Um, And, you know, a lot of times you don't want to hear like, Oh, it was meant to be like that again. People don't want to hear that. (laughs) I get that. And as I'm saying, like there's things that are in this message today that I find challenging to relay, but I feel like it's my duty or my part of my purpose to share these messages that are coming through and that there is a reason that these messages are coming through. And part of what I'm hearing, you know, some of these souls who, you know, it was part of their soul's purpose. They, you know, sacrifice their lives for this greater purpose of shift, you know, of because this event is a catalyst for change. It is a catalyst. It is bringing us, I feel like a catalyst for the new earth. It is changing everything. It's changing everything. And what I'm hearing is, these souls chose to be part of that change. This is part of their purpose. And that is not to minimize the loss of their lives, the loss of life. It's not to minimize anything. This is just what is coming through in the records, is that it's all about purpose and they're they're asking, like, what is your purpose? We all have a different purpose. And Anyway, they said, this is a difficult, this is difficult. We know a tough pill to swallow. And then they said, we, but you too have purpose. There's a reason you came here. You did not incarnate. You did not come here at this time without purpose. Your gifts are needed at this time. And so I just see right now how, how connected we all are and how connected we all are to this event and It's just coming through that we need to find out what our purpose is in all of this. How do we fit? I'm seeing a puzzle like where, how do you fit in this big puzzle, this big world puzzle? Where does your piece fit? And it's interesting because... A lot, I feel like there's a lot of commonality in the messages that, were com- that came through today as there were in my, when I did the Empowered by the River of Peace experience where we came together last Sunday and we had a beautiful experience together. People received Reiki and then we sent Reiki to all those who are suffering um, in Palestine and Israel. We sent Reiki to world leaders just for with the intention of peace. And I channeled through messages from the Akashic records and a lot of, there were, there's a lot of similarity between the messages for this November forecast I'm realizing and what was coming through last weekend. And it is what I, what's coming through in the records is that we're all being called to step up at this time. Like it's not time to be hiding anymore. Like we need to really step into our purpose. Our gifts are needed at this time. And as they said, my gifts, my gifts, you ask, what are my gifts? Um, Some of us may think we don't have gifts or some may feel very confused or stuck. And maybe you're working a job that you do not like and your life just feels so uh, either predictable or out of whack or just you feel things just don't feel right for you. You know that there's something more and you're being called to explore that. And what's coming through is in today's, I did an Akashic message just for today. Um, And I did a reel and I posted on Instagram and it was coming through that people need to make changes. Okay. If you want different results, like people are operating from these old programs, old patterns, and they're getting like, they're living this grant, maybe groundhog's day. They're just living this life that is not satisfying anymore. And you were being urged today to make some changes, do things differently. Okay. Shake things up and move out of your conditioning, release yourself from some of these patterns. Because if you want to change your life, you can't keep doing the things that you've always done, thinking the thoughts that you've always thought, like something has to change. And they said, It's often through your own personal suffering that your gifts are revealed. And they said to look at the areas of your life that have required you to build resilience and become stronger. Hey, those are the places where there's usually medicine that you have to share with others. Like the obstacles that you've overcome, like how did you overcome them? And how can you maybe help someone else overcome a similar challenge? Okay, your medicine is in your struggles. And if you attach to the idea that your struggles have you know, you know if you let your struggles define you, if you attach to the idea that your struggles have prevented you from being successful and you, you know, you ident- over-identify with your struggles and that that leads to victim a victim mindset, victim mentality. Like give gratitude for your struggles. Look at the things that you've been through and realize how much they have contributed to your growth and evolution. Think about how much you have learned from these difficult people, these difficult situations in your life, these challenges. Think about how much you've learned, so much. You are not the same person anymore. And oftentimes,
1: the medicine that we have to share with others can be
0: found through our struggles. So they said it's time to come out of the shadows. You've been playing small. Allow yourself to be seen. You can have it all. And when I was channeling that, I just saw literally saw people coming out of the shadows and starting to show up authentically in their lives. And then I saw abundance coming to them. Just felt like it went from dark to light. And I saw abundance, and the life that you want coming into alignment for you. And that's the word that they started to focus on for the last part of the message: is alignment, like as you come into alignment, as you align with higher frequencies, because we are, we are, we are getting, I was gonna say bombarded, but I don't know, there are lots of higher frequencies coming in on the daily that we need to adjust to okay and we are aligning with them which can feel very uncomfortable they said you have been resisting alignment you've been resisting past versions of yourself they said it's a time to allow your authentic self to lead trust and know that you're being guided every step of the way let go surrender shine your light so when they're talking about alignment. We need to look at the areas of our life that are out of alignment.
1: Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's
0: your relationships. Perhaps like you have been doing some of this work, okay? You have been breaking patterns. You've been coming out of autopilot, becoming more consciously aware, but people in your life have not. And so if you continue to try to force relationships that aren't in alignment, you are probably going to suffer. You're probably going to uh, encounter pain. And that's where I'm hearing is when they said earlier, like be aware of like how you may be contributing to your own suffering. I'm hearing a lot of it is through trying to control situations, try to, trying to force situations. They're saying, you just need to let go and surrender. I, and I know, <laughs> I'm just coming in here and saying, I know that that is easier said than done. It's scary to let go. It's scary to surrender. I get it. I know that. But they are just emphasizing the importance of not forcing anything right now allowing things to unfold organically if someone is distancing themselves from you let them i'm hearing right now mel robbins she sometimes i think she has this let them philosophy i feel like i've seen this on her instagram before it's like she always just says let them and as I was channeling that, I was hearing her, like I could see her face being like, let them. Like if people are not reciprocating, let them. Don't force things. Don't try to pull them back in. Okay, it's ha- allow things to evolve organically. Try not to force things in any aspect of your life right now. Because when you are forcing things, you're out of alignment. When you are forcing things, you are trying to control. So it's important to release control. And what I'm hearing right now is that many people, because of the unpredictability, you know, the people are feeling from the collective energy right now, the fear, the anxiety, that some people are really trying to control things more than ever right now because that makes them feel safe. Okay, just controlling, control, like just feeling like they have control. And they're just saying, that is an illusion. Okay, just let it go. You don't have control, (laughs) it's an illusion. Let it go.
1: Okay, release attachments
0: and release your expectations. They're saying, release your expectations of yourself this month, let yourself
1: off the hook. Okay, if that means
0: not signing up for, they're saying PTA, is that even a thing in, I don't know if that's a thing in PTA, I think they call it home and school, what does PTA even stand for? Um, anyway, they're saying, maybe they're trying to appeal to my American listeners, I don't know, they're saying, yeah, maybe you have to resign from your Position, your head position, the head of the PTA. Maybe you can't bake the snacks or take the snacks to whatever practice. Yeah, by the way, what is up with all these snacks? I didn't get any snacks when I was a kid at my sports. Actually, I don't even know. I wasn't even playing sports until later in my life. I think it was mostly sports in the neighborhood. My parents had no sweet clue where I was. Uh, I digress. Um, they're actually what they're saying right now is if you do have family see if you can release some of these activities and just allow yourselves time to be as a family it doesn't have to be so structured all the time allow your kids to be bored allow yourself to be bored and see what happens like just gather i just hear the word gather Allow yourself to gather this month without structure. It doesn't have to be so planned all the time. And it's kind of showing me all these plans and these activities and these events to go to. It's like suffocating and I'm seeing it leaving people like I'm seeing it as being chains, like it's chaining people and I'm seeing it not allowing space for your growth and your evolution it's not allowing space for your authentic self to come forward it's like when you're too busy when you have too many things on the go like where is the time
1: for you how can you expect
0: to expand to grow to evolve if you literally have no time in your schedule to do that and I know for some people that it's very difficult because you have so many responsibilities and expectations. Uh, but what I'm hearing is you've created some of these responsibilities and expectations because of control. I'm hearing you need to delegate, okay? Like let other people step in and help you. I'm seeing situations like with people who are maybe in partnership and one person is doing everything and maybe feeling resentment that they're carrying the
1: load, it feels like. But what I'm hearing is you're you're not letting your partner
0: bear any of the load. You're not allowing your partner to be involved because maybe you're afraid they're not going to do it as well. You like things done a certain way. What I'm hearing is you need to release that. Allow your partner to be in partnership. Okay, that's what a partner is. It's a partnership. I'm seeing people coming together. And I'm seeing control issues are dividing people at this time. And I'm seeing that on the micro and the macro. Okay, you can see that in the world.
1: You can see that in your home. Release control.
0: Okay, release, control, and allow people to help you. And what I'm hearing is that some people are hyper-independent. Okay, that could have been, if you had childhood trauma, I mean, we all, let's be honest here, we all have childhood trauma. But for you, you may have become hyper-independent as a coping tool. Perhaps people didn't actually hold space for you. No one was really maybe there for you in your childhood. Maybe you held space for everybody else. Maybe you were there for everybody else and that became a role for you and you didn't feel like your needs were important or needed to be prioritized. So as an adult, you have a very difficult job
1: asking for help. That feels like a failure for you. You feel like you can't do it for some reason.
0: It's not a failure to ask for help. It's actually a sign of growth is what I'm hearing. So allow people to help you. I'm hearing there are people who are there to help you. And then I'm hearing the victim thing coming in again. Like some people, sorry, don't shoot the messenger here, but some people are feeling victimized, feeling a bit like a bit of a victim because of current um, situations in their life. And I'm feeling some poor me energy, feeling some energy around like I have it harder than other people. Why couldn't I have it easier? Maybe comparing yourself to other people and seeing the support that's available to them. And you don't feel like you have that support available to you. What I'm hearing is that you have more support than you realize. And that I'm seeing you putting up a block, a wall to that support because of control. And again, I'm hearing tough pill to swallow. <laughs> I feel like, please don't be mad at me after this uh, forecast. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of uh, tough love, maybe some controversial things um, for some people. Being said, I hope it's not too triggering. Um, but I do feel like, as I said, I I need to share what's come through. And again, this is not, this is not my personal opinion. (sighs) Just being the messenger.
1: (laughs) Okay. Let's see if there's anything else that wants to come through here.
0: Just hearing, be gentle with yourself. This is not easy. (laughs) Nothing is easy right now for anyone. and no one is having an easy time on planet earth right now so feel maybe comfort in knowing that you are not alone in the discomfort we are all uncomfortable we are all doing the best that we can
1: with the resources that are available to us and some people are most definitely going through much more pain and loss and suffering, most definitely pe-
0: certain people are, and parts of the world are experiencing this discomfort on much heightened levels.
1: We must honor that. Um...
0: But I'm seeing, and I'm, as I'm channeling this through with my eyes closed, I'm seeing the Lauryn Hill song, Everything is Everything. And what she was saying, what did she say? After winter must come spring change. It comes eventually. Everything is everything. And what I'm seeing is
1: the cycle, like the seasons, death and rebirth. Okay, and the, the cycle of life, like... Death and birth.
0: Everything is everything. And again, this is not to minimize any pain or suffering that is happening at this time, but it's reminding
1: us of these natural cycles that we can observe in our lives, we can observe in nature. And then, with the knowing that after winter
0: must come spring. And after that time, when the leaves have fallen off the trees, when plants have died, that
1: there will be a season of rebirth, of growth. Fresh buds flowers blooming, grass growing, new life. And so if you're feeling sad, just feeling the collective grief, I know I am, just remember that after winter must come spring. That rebirth
0: is on the horizon. And in the words of Lauren Hill, change, it comes eventually. And I feel like right now we are in the transition period of this great change. Great change is happening right now. And it is painful. We are witnessing extreme amounts of uh, human suffering at this time. And alongside that suffering and the grief and the pain,
1: there is change happening on a collective level. (sighs) Okay. These energies (laughs) feel heavy. (laughs) Feel heavy,
0: but there's also the promise of new beginnings. I feel that there is the promise of new beginnings and that rebirth. And we are in the thick of the labor right now. So just extending hugs to everybody. Um, If you're struggling right now, you are not alone. Just be kind to yourself. Give yourself grace. And as I mentioned earlier, just let go of the things that are weighing you down in your life let go of the responsibilities there are things that you can let go of and let other people do or just let fall to the wayside to give yourself some space to process give yourself some space to heal because that's what you need to do right now and you need to focus on yourself what i'm hearing is it's not selfish some people feel like it's selfish there's other people who need me right now or there's initiatives that need me and this message is for someone i don't know who it is maybe more than one person but you need you you are needed if you want to show up for all these people and these causes and these things you have to be healthy and i'm hearing certain people are burning the candle at both ends and just i'm seeing the energy going out going out going out to help others i'm not seeing any energy coming in so for whoever this message is for you need to find ways to fill your cup. What re-energizes you? What brings you joy? And you know what? You're allowed to have joy in your life right now. Even though it feels wrong when there's so much pain in the external world. I get that. I feel guilt around that. They're saying release the guilt. Okay? You need to focus on cultivating joy for yourself. Because if you want to show up and serve the collective with your gifts, like you can't be just continually taking on the pain from the collective and from maybe family members, your relationships. Like you need to be healthy, you need to protect your energy, or you're not going to be able to step into your purpose. You cannot serve. We've all come here to serve in some way. And when I say serve, I do not mean serve to your detriment. I don't mean serve where you're giving everything away and not getting anything in return. When I'm hearing the word serve right now and I'm seeing an image of somebody who is completely healthy, replenished, has taken care of themselves, and then these people can then go out and help others. But they can only do it from a nourished place. So look at the...
1: Parts of your life where you have been
0: depriving yourself. Look at the areas of your life that are creating energetic depletion. And it could be within relationships, your job, where you spend your time. Boundaries are needed. Okay, you need to be clear on what you need, and you may have to let some things go. Okay. That's for, that's for somebody. That is for somebody. All right, we've gone for quite a while here. I'm going to just maybe, let's see. I'm going to pull a couple cards. What cards do I want to pull today? Just one second. I'm going to pause here so I can get my pendulum. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Guess who's back? Back again. Katie's back. Tell a friend. Um, I am using... Indigenous medium, Sean Leonard's new deck. I did a reel on it. Go check out my unboxing video of Wisdom of the Elders. Love him. Love this deck. Oh, I have, oh, sugar. I just spilled cards everywhere. Okay. I was so, oh my gosh. Last weekend, my family, you know what? This has never happened before. We are always been lucky that a lot of our road away trips for sports are usually our, our girls, even if they're playing on, they've played on the same team before, which is really convenient. But other times they played on different teams, but they go to the same tournaments. And, and even if sometimes one of them goes to a tournament, it just always works out. We've been able to go over as a family. And this one, my, we weren't able to, and my husband took my daughter over to a basketball tournament last weekend. And I stayed with my other daughter for cross country provincials here. And anyhow, sorry, there's a point to this story. And I was on Instagram and I was sad because I, you know, I was, it was, it worked out. It was how it was supposed to be. It was good to get quality time with my daughter. Um, but I was sad to be missing out on my other daughter's games. But then I, what made me really sad was I saw that, uh, indigenous medium, Sean Leonard was doing book signings. In Dartmouth, that's where literally my husband and my daughter were staying in Dartmouth at a hotel, and he was at the Indigo, and then or was he at the was it he was at the mall in Halifax maybe and Indigo. Anyway, I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, how, what are the chances that he's there? I could have met him, and I was supposed to be there." <laughs> I was like, this has got to be like, universe, what are you doing to me here? What the heck? (laughs) Anyway, I was a little bit, I will admit, I felt pretty sad about that. But I was like, what are the chances I could have met him? Maybe we'll still meet. Maybe we will still meet. I think, I don't know. I just, I've read, he had two books. I I think the first one might be out of print now because he used some of his first book and combined it for his house book, Spirit Talker. Anyway, I love his work, and his teachings are beautiful. So anyway, I'm using his deck right now, and some of it fell on the floor. Let's see what comes up today. Hmm, Smudge, Clearing Energy card number 43. And by the way, the illustrations, like, it's, it's a dark deck, and, like, the colors are dark, but they're also, like, vibrant too like it's just it's a really unique deck in like the artwork and the images are seriously beautiful it's I really love this deck so smudge let me just go to the guidebook and see what Sean has to say about this it says clearing energy okay and what's coming up for me too is what's coming through before I read this is just for us to be in alignment. I'm just thinking what's coming through is some of the themes from the message for us to be in alignment, we have to be energetically clear, okay? We can't be energetically bogged down and be in alignment. What I'm hearing is it's not possible, okay? We need to clear the channels. We need to release energies that no longer serve us. And there are different practices to do that. I'm sure she's gonna talk probably about smudging, Um, but I'm also hearing you can do that through setting boundaries, um, limiting time with people who drain your energy, letting go of situations or responsibilities that are energetically not in alignment for you. Okay. I'm not going to read it all. Um, but it's just talking about. different plants that can be used um i'll read the first part the billowing smoke used in countless sacred rites and ceremonies has been a prominent feature throughout many diverse spiritual practices here on mother earth there is a universal wisdom connected to the practice of using smoke for lifting our prayers up and through the cultural custom of smudging various medicinal plants including tobacco sage cedar and sweetgrass resins including frankincense myrrh and copal and sacred bits of wood such as sandalwood and palm palo santo are specifically used to smudge this is done so with care there is powerful energy connected to the smoke itself and to the intention and words of the individual during the ceremony the u- the smoke used specifically in a smudging ritual is meant to spiritually cleanse a person place or object oftentimes energetic clearing is needed in our energy fields or environment when we feel unable to clearly hear and feel messages from spirit or when our space has become heavy and burdensome. If you have drawn the smudge card today, it is time to clear out some area of your life. Okay, this is is aligning. And to invite your ancestors in. Through the process of smudging and by learning to combine various sacred medicines, you can enhance the strength of your prayers, intentions, and ability to clear your space and energetic body. If you are currently weighed down by the heaviness of life, spirit might be giving you a sign to smudge yourself and release what is no longer needed. It is important to incorporate the practice of smudging to energetically wash away the unwanted negative thoughts, emotions, and energies that do not serve you. I decided to read it all because I think it's important to know, you know, to share about what, you know, the indigenous teaching of of smudging and like the, um, the background information and how it works. So that's what I really love about this um, Oracle deck that it has all these beautiful, that Sean shares all these beautiful indigenous teachings with us. So I love that. Okay. So that makes sense. That is definitely needed at this time. Okay. Let us see. We're going to keep going with Sean's deck here and see what comes up spirit totem animal card number 11 if you have the deck direction and i see beautiful image of it's like a wheel has a turtle wolf hummingbird and eagle oh hummingbird and eagles are significant you know what and the turtle is as well um those three animals i think it's a wolf too is the other one but the three of those animals are kind of significant to me personally okay let's go into this deck see what sean has to say about this direction Hmm. i kind of feel something coming through about it i'm just going to read the bottom part if you've drawn this card today it might be the perfect time to call upon your spirit totem animal okay this was coming up this has been coming up lately okay i'm gonna have to tell you about this If you are unfamiliar with yours, request a sign from spirit so that your animal may be revealed and so that you may develop a relationship with them. This card might herald an opportunity that requires direction. Trust that your spirit totem animal is there with you and allow their presence to guide you. Um, Whenever I did, uh, not the last um, group Reiki healing experience, but the, the one before that, it was a couple of weeks ago, we did the tree of life healing experience and we had the divine animal kingdom be a part of this experience and people like messaged me afterwards and some people shared in the group that they had animals coming like animals that came presented themselves and then stayed with them throughout the experience and my husband had a cat and two people in the group had a deer and I'm trying to think of some of the other somebody else had something else I'm trying to remember anyhow then this has come up again this keeps coming up about like Totem animals and animals wanting, you know, your guide, animals wanting to work with you. So I feel like this is a sign for me too, um, is to just kind of get quiet in meditation. Well, I mean, I'm always quiet usually in meditation, um, but to just call on my spirit totem animal um, and just ask for their guidance um, moving forward. Okay. So it says they help guide us in the decisions we make and can. Assist us to find our way when we stand before crucial crossroads. Sometimes our choices lead to far-reaching consequences and our spirit totem animal can help us to make those decisions. So I feel like the message here as well is that some people this month may have really important decisions to make. Okay, that this these decisions are going to have an impact moving forward. It's not just like a little minor decision. And it might, what I'm hearing is that there may be smaller decisions that you're making that are going to actually have a lasting impact. Not, I'm not saying in a scary way, just be aware. What I'm hearing is be aware of all the decisions that you are making. And I'm also hearing treat every decision with respect and, and don't jump into decision-making, like take your time, like don't react, take your time with be very intentional is what I'm hearing. Be very intentional with all the decisions that you make this month. Every decision you make this month is going to be important, even if it feels really small. I'm hearing even if it feels like a throwaway decision, whatever that means. But so just be very intentional and don't make any snap decisions. Okay. And I'm also hearing don't be shy to ask a trusted counsel, (laughs) trusted counsel for when you're making decisions. And then I'm seeing it could be like a group of people that you respect their opinion. And I'm hearing, do not, do not, do not go for advice to people whose life, whose lives you wouldn't want to be living. So if you're somebody, okay, I'm hearing a bunch of stuff at the same time right now. And they're showing me myself actually. (laughs) back a while ago when anytime I had a decision to make, I would go outside of myself and ask everybody, everybody around me, how, like, what what would you do? What should I do? I looked outside of myself for every decision, asking people who I definitely didn't want their life. And I'm asking their opinion and letting their opinion have hold weight. And they're saying, don't do that. Okay. They're saying, make your decisions. They're showing me it's important to make your decisions on your own but there may be some decisions this month that you need your trusted counsel. And they're showing me your trusted counsel being a very select few individuals who you respect, who perhaps like look at their life. Are, are they living an aligned life? Are they living a life that is a life that you might you know strive to live? Like that would be a life that you'd be content living like meaning that they have similar values and, um, maybe goals, aspirations, um, that kind of thing. So very select few people. And I'm hearing with no ulterior motives. (laughs) And then I'm also seeing as part of this trusted counsel is your guides and your angels, like be having those conversations. I just recently had a decision to make It felt like a pretty hard decision and I put it out and you know what, I always, this comes up for clients all the time. And of course, do I follow the advice that I hear repeated all the time in my line of work? No, because I'm a human who (laughs) can be a dumbass a lot of the time, excuse my language. I'm going to have to put explicit on this podcast, but I'm like, I know that I'm, I know that my spiritual team respects free will, like that I need to ask for help. why do I resist doing it? Like, what is my problem here? Like, what is wrong with you? So I was going for a couple of walks and I spoke out loud to the universe, spoke to my guides, and I asked for specific help with this certain situation where I had to make a decision. It was crazy. It was so fast how like opportunities presented themselves to me and how the situation resolved itself. I was like stunned. I'm like, um, why don't you do this more often? (laughs) I'm just the type of person. I feel like I don't want to bother. Sorry, universe. Don't want to bother you with this little petty little issue. I want to save up your powers for when I really need you. It's like, um, girl, we don't operate that way. Like, come on, come on now. Um, so what I'm hearing is yes, bother the universe with all the little, (laughs) the little things for everything call in support that is you have the support available for you. You might as well use it. You might as well make this incarnation as easy as it can be. Right. You don't need to go. There's enough suffering around. You don't need to put more suffering, you know, you don't have to create more difficulties in your life than there already are. So what I'm hearing is assemble your trusted counsel, and you might want to have a couple of human beings in the mix and some enlightened beings in the mix but yeah um get that get that council assembled okay we're already at 107 so i think it's good for the two oracle cards for today oh shoot they're telling me one more one more one more song one more song oh do you want one more song i don't think you want to hear me sing again do you okay i'm being drawn to rebecca campbell's rose oracle one more card one more card one more card sorry I feel like I'm being annoying today um let's see here what the heck and this one (laughs) the great mother surrender to the mystery fall into her arms um let's see okay so I think I'm just going to read the whole thing the great mother ushered you in when you took your first breath and she'll be there when you draw your last. Okay. Already. I feel like I'm just seeing when we talked about, we were talking about the circle of life and like death and birth. And anyway, she knows how challenging life on earth can be that at times being human can be painful, lonely, and confusing that the polarity and separation can be difficult when your soul remembers the oneness of source. Okay. This is on point. But at the same time, it can be incredibly glorious and sweet. Okay, this is, I'm going to talk about it after, sorry. We often see things as either good or bad. When things go well, we make it mean that everything's okay. And when things don't work out, that perhaps, then perhaps we've done something wrong or have something to fix. We've forgotten that life on earth isn't like that. Polarity is at the core of the earth experience and it's through the polar extremes that we grow the most. We're not meant to avoid the night, the shadow and the winter. Okay. My mind is freaking blown right now. Like, hello, like do all of these things that were coming up. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to keep going, but this is blowing my mind. This life is but a single breath in the inextinguishable existence of your experience as a soul. Hand over your worries, hurt, sorrow, fears, and doubts to the great mother. Lay them on her altar. Return to the sureness of the soil. Fall fully into her arms. Surrender to the mystery woven through it all. Remember that while these extremes are difficult, they can also be magnificent. That unrestrained joy is closer to grief than we think. And perhaps the more wildly the pendulum of your life swings, the more you can say, I have truly lived. Okay. My mind is blown from like talking about the polarity and separation. And that's what we've been talking about a lot on the podcast lately, About obviously what's going on in the world right now, like the polarity and trying to remain, you know, find your middle space and find your purpose within the polarity. And her, her saying that, you know that there's polarity and separation, but at the same time, it can be incredibly glorious and and sweet. And that um, that the it's through the polar extremes that we grow the most. Okay, and we were talking about that today about how our suffering is usually where you know the most growth and evolution happens, but also where we can find our gifts and our medicine to share with um, others. And she said we're not a um, meant to avoid the night, the shadow. And there was a lot of those images coming, people coming out of the shadows whenever I was in the Akashic Records today. And then she says, and the winter. And that's exactly like the Lauren Hill song. After winter must come spring. And I was wondering why this Lauren Hill song, like I hadn't thought about her in forever. And I didn't even, I just started kind of singing like some of the song and I just like went into my Spotify and then open the song up. I didn't even really know the lyrics. I was like, "Oh my gosh, what is happening?" Okay, and it's 111 as I'm recording this right now, which is a sign. <laughs> I've seen so many 111s, like like ones lately. Just crazy. Um, anyway, it's saying that remember that while these extremes are difficult, they can also be magnificent, and that was coming through as well. Around like you're allowed to feel joy you know, focus on feeling joy. Even if it feels wrong, don't have shame and guilt around feeling joy when other people in the world are are going through these things. You know, it feels wrong. It does feel wrong to be doing things that make you laugh and are happy because you're thinking about the the extreme suffering that some people are going through. But they, they say that it's To tap into this and that unrestrained joy is closer to grief than we think. That's so interesting, is like the, you know, those extremes. And they said, and perhaps the more wildly the pendulum of your life swings, the more you can say, I have truly lived. And that's what this human experience is about. It's not all, can't all be highs, like it's highs and lows. I'm seeing the pendulum swinging back and forth, like the, ebbs and flows that I was talking about at the beginning of this podcast and I know myself when I'm in a feeling good day I even caught myself the other day being like oh I feel really good right now I, I hope that this can just last forever because <laughs> I know what it feels when I'm not feeling great and when I'm feeling down and when everything feels overwhelming and scary and all those feelings and I'm I hate that but it's it's about Just being in the present moment and always remembering that nothing is permanent. Like nothing is permanent and not attaching to the high or the low because they're they're both going to come and go. So just knowing that nothing is permanent and that's why it's so important to just always try to find your middle space okay well on that note that's now I know why I was like okay two cards is enough we're at 106 here time to wrap things up and then I was like oh okay there's one more card they're telling me there's one more card and now I understand why so thank you universe and my guides for bringing that through it was a beautiful card all right well I hope that you have a great rest of your day um, I'm really excited for net. I believe it's coming out next week. I had an awesome interview yesterday with Jess Dickey and she is an amazing yoga teacher. She is a Reiki practitioner. She is a space holder and digital nomad and her life is so cool. She lives part-time in Costa Rica, part-time in Prince Edward Island. And yeah, we're going to chat about her following her guidance and the life that she's living now. So tune in next week for that. And yeah, I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day and a great month ahead. I will see you here next week. Same place, same-ish time. Bye.